Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Welcome everyone, as always, to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside, as always, each and every week, Bradley, Joe, Dan, Jamie, and that's your lot. Guys, we got through <laughs> it. Else then. And <laughs> that's your lot. Um, we, um, we got through it, a week of wrestling. Um, I got through it because all I watched really was WrestleMania and, and nothing else. So it was easy for me. I know there's other people amongst us like Bradley who I think watched everything because he's an absolute mental head. That's why. Um, but yeah, um, WrestleMania, baby. Woo, all that business. Yeah. Woo. Did, how did did we survive? How was it all? Um, yeah, I'm knackered. I'm still like, I, I usually I watch the bump I'm on a Wednesday. I'm like I couldn't even watch the bump today. Like I'm struggling just to try and catch up now. It's like day nine or ten in a row. So I've given the bump a miss just so I can have a little bit of a break on the Wednesday. I thought I'd give the bump a miss as well, like I have done every week since it started. <laughs> so yes, I'm quite happy to say I've never watched an episode of the bump. But um, yeah, it's it's been an absolute. I was going to say the one the one that you chose not to watch as well for the bump, isn't it? Like got every all, all the champs on or something like that. Isn't like a massive like super size edition of the bump with Rhea Ripley. Well, he doesn't know he's not he's not watching it. <laughs> Let's have a look. Who's on the bump this week? The bump. What's the date? I'm sure it was Rhea Ripley was on it today. I think so. Yeah. I saw. I saw the Facebook advertisement for it, and it said Rhea Ripley in a supersized edition of the bump. Supersized edition. Why? Just because Rhea Ripley's on it. Some think... champs, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose <laughs> so. Um, the bump for. Uh... Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, Rhea, Rhea Ripley don't really say anything else or anyone else. But um, yeah, no, that, that that's enough for me. I'm not going to watch it. I, like I said before, I have no interest in it because they, they. T- I know we're supposed to suspend our disbelief and believe that everything is real, but when they're talking about it like it's a sport product, like it's it's really just ah, oh, it pisses me off. It it's still with real to me, damn it! <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it! Right, guys, I suppose we can't hold this off any longer. I suppose we should just dive straight into it. It was WrestleMania. It was too big for one night again for two years in a row. Um, it was Wettlemania. <laughs> it absolutely poured it down. There was thunderstorms right before, and we have the um, the obligatory... 30 minute or so delay, 30 or 40 minutes, wasn't it, before they could start. I'll never get that image of Michael Cole out of my head with his poncho on. Uh, <laughs> what a mess that Joe. was. I think it was quite interesting how they obviously, because they, they had to evacuate the fans during the pre-show and brought them back. And then just as it was about to start, they had to evacuate them again before they brought them back. So they kind of had to do these on-the-fly promos. I thought Kevin Owens was really good and Drew McIntyre was pretty decent as well. There were a couple that were a bit like, oh, you put me on the spot. But 
I think it just goes to show that... Drew McIntyre's was decent. You what, mate? You're starting on me. I'll take you right <laughs> well, here yeah, right yeah, now. I don't there was, care. There was, there was a passion. But obviously, these weren't scripted promos because they didn't have time. So they were kind of like, oh, crap, we need to fill half an hour. Poor Quick, Sarah Schreiber. You get in front of a camera and talk. So, you know, Kevin Owens, he's a natural anyway. You know, PWG and all that. And Ring of Honor when he was in, in those. You know, his, his promo work was brilliant. So we know somebody like Kevin Owens can deliver a promo on the fly without a script. The, you know, realistically, these people should be given more opportunity to do that. But WWE just doesn't have the uh, have the trust in people. But yeah, I, I thought they handled the uh, the rain delay well. Um, we had a, a American anthem sung by who was it? I don't know. I don't know who she was. She was a nice looking woman, but BB I don't Rexel, know who she was. Who? Yes, I don't know who that is. BB Rexer. I bet Bradley listens to her because he listens to. Bad I do. Bunny. Yeah. yeah. I love BB Rexer. Name a song. Uh, Take Me Home. Take Me Home, yeah. With It's Cash Cash featuring BB Rexer. You would would have definitely heard Take Me Home by Cash Cash featuring BB Rexer. Cash who? Cash Cash. Cash Cash, as in money (laughs) money, Cash Cash. Yes, Cash Cash, Take Me Home. Take Me Home. Take is this a guy or a woman? Guy, is it? Well, it's BB Rexer. It's like a DJ. It's like when it always says David get a featuring. He's just like a DJ. Cash Cash is like a DJ, and it's BB Rexer. I'll make Who's sure singing not... it. I'll make sure. Not Take me home. That, Take me home is a great song. We can't uh, do that, but I heard it. I followed her for about five, six years. BB Rexer. She had um, oh. a song ages ago called um, "Me Myself." Uh, Call me crazy. As well, it's just me myself and I. Yeah, yeah, that one's a good one. I pay follower. I bet he does. I bet he slides into the DMs. <laughs> oh, hi, you BB Rex. You I really liked heard this song. I really liked your performance at WrestleMania. I thought it was really good. What's that? No, we're going to get thrown off a copyright now. You've definitely not heard this song. No, no idea. No idea. No idea. You can play it as much as you want. I've never heard the thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, she rung the what a song. She, she, rung, she sung the national anthem. She, she rung well. my bell. <laughs> and then we had the first match of the night. It was announced a couple of days before the main event of WrestleMania became the opening match of the night for one of the world championships. Bobby Lashley defending against Drew McIntyre. A good 20-minute match, and a bit of a surprise for all of us, I think. Most of us, I can't remember what we had in our predictions. We'll all go through that at some point. But, um, yeah, he um, he retained Bob the Lash. Bob the Lash retained. Bobby what, G. What did, we think Bobby the, G. <laughs> what did we think about the opening match? I thought it was a really good start, uh, um, opener, and you can see the emotion in Drew McIntyre's face. Um, my reaction, as you lads know, on the night was like, get fucked. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> um, but actually, fair play to Bobby Lashley. He's actually been a really good champion. I can't complain about him. But I thought that they were going to give Jewish moment. But obviously, uh, Bobby Lashley's been so impressive, they've decided to just keep with him. So fair play to him. I, th- I think literally or audibly, when, when they're like, oh, he's in the hurt lot, he's going to break out of this now it will claim all there we go and i think we all audibly went what the fuck yeah <laughs> yeah and I, I don't looking back on it now i'm not as bothered as i thought i would be that drew didn't win it back um 
I'm not that bothered, and and that's not in a negative way. I'm actually quite like, oh, okay, fair enough, yeah, because I agree with you, Joe. He, he's he's been a decent champion, and you no, know, it's probably fair. I. I said that last week. Thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> then why did you pick Reigns to return? Uh, uh, Reigns! Why, why in the triple threat match. Why did you pick McIntyre then? I, I said, obviously, everybody said, like, Drew McIntyre's going to win, give him his moment. However, I said, if you listen back, that Bobby Lashley has been a great champion and it's a shame that he's going to lose it so quickly. But I'd love him to retain. That's a direct quote, thank you. I I don't have time at the minute to listen back to these podcasts, especially since I said that there'd be a steel cage match and Bradley suddenly decided that he was the one that came up with that prediction. All right, how many weeks ago did we predict that? I'm going back to it tonight. (laughs) So we, um, yeah, solid match. I thought it was a really good opener, to be fair. Um, Both of them looked like, you know, big world champion caliber type people, as we know that they are. And um, I'm not sure who did the booking on that match, but I thought it was, you know, quite close to perfection as far as an opening match. So nothing really I could look at and be disappointed with, to be quite honest. One of the better opening matches in recent times, let's just say that much. Absolutely. To watch it all over again in five weeks' time. (sighs) We do, we do. Tell you what, whilst we're going through WrestleMania, we might as well mention Raw rather than give it its own segment. On the back of that, there was, was it a fatal four-way or a triple threat match on Raw? Triple Triple threat. threat. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) and, um, he's won anyway, hasn't he? So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Randy Orton hit the RKO on Braun Strowman and then Drew McIntyre came in. Claymore kicked him during the, the two count and then pinned Orton for the win. Yeah, it's so WrestleMania Backlash. So it's, it's basically all the... WrestleMania Backlash. Why it's all the same matches one more time. Too yeah. big for one pay-per-view. But that basically is Backlash anyway. A lot of the times in Backlash, it's just rematches. So why do you need to add WrestleMania? It just sounds stupid. It just makes it more like big, doesn't it? Because you're putting a WrestleMania name on it, maybe. Well, well, this is the problem. People might think it's still part of WrestleMania. Yeah, is, five weeks of WrestleMania. Is Backlash the one that we had the greatest wrestling match ever? It was. Last yeah. Year. The alleged greatest wrestling this match ever. This is the greatest show. Good God. <laughs> we light it up, we won't come down. So I'm quite happy to say that as part of our pay-per-view predictions, absolutely all of us said that Drew McIntyre would be victorious. Absolutely all of us said it. So on the back of that, no one gets a point for that. And I'm putting it all through as we go along just so I don't get mixed up on that. But yeah, decent opener, good, solid match. Which brings us on to the next match, which was unfortunately not where I can use the terminology good solid match because it was the women's tag team turmoil nips and and slips nips and (laughs) slips we like the slips we like the nips we we did it all um it it, guys it it wasn't good was it it was this match it was botch wrestlemania really was botchamania let's go for all all of the botches from the beginning we have mandy rose slipping we have mandy rose almost falling off the top rope we had the nip slip we had whoever the guy who announces the winner going, and the, oh, and the riot squad had been eliminated. And hang on, what? And he goes, sorry, my mistake. I know, that was awful, yeah. wasn't it? Well, we said at the start, it's like, how long is it going to take before someone slips in the rain or slips on the rope? And then literally, like, the second match in, someone falls. I'm like, 
Well, I was I was surprised more didn't. Was that the only slip? Yeah, only yeah. fall. Only yeah. fall over two nights, weren't it? Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, well, I think Shane um, was a bit wobbly well, on the on the on yeah. the ropes a couple of times, but probably not and then obviously the um, there was a spot in one of the other matches where he slipped off the top rope. Sheamus, I want to say Sheamus, yeah. yeah, where he tried to do the um, the Irish white, move, white noise, That's the one. Off the top rope. white noise off the top rope, and just slipped, I'm and he was all like, yeah. "I mean, to be fair, uh, that could be all the weed oozing out of Matt Riddle that made him." Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think there's much more we need to really say about this match, to be honest. It, it, it wasn't great. Um, slightly surprised, I say slightly surprised, when there's a couple of us who went for these winners. Now, I'm going to throw this out to the floor because I want everybody to know, uh, to everybody to make a decision on this. Now, obviously, I get no points on this one because I went for Lana and Naomi. Bradley gets no points because he went for the Riot Squad to win. <laughs> Jamie um, and Dan both said Natalia and Tamina. Great. I need a, a decision between you all on whether Joe gets a point because Joe said Natalia and Tamina. However, he said if Billy Kane and Carmella are entered, they'll win. Now, they were entered, but they didn't. So, by choosing Billy Kane and Carmella, does that override? Yeah. Is Natalia... Yeah. You, oh, lose. Yeah. Yeah. you lose! You <laughs> lose! Good day, sir! Yeah. I'm, good. I'm sorry, Joe, you I'm putting out to the floor. You lose! Good day, sir! <laughs> Joe, you've been Charlie the Chocolate Factory, day. sorry. That Chocolate Factory, you've been well and truly wonkered. <laughs> I'm going to go cry now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, don't worry, Joe, because we're going to very, very quickly move on from that from that match and we're going to go on to another very very solid decent singles match and yes guys they did it not only did they give Cesaro his first singles match at Wrestlemania they gave him his moment and he defeated Seth Rollins what a match as well who picked picked Seth Rollins probably Taron Well, we'll get on to that in a moment. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to break it down. I want to know what everybody thought of the match. I think um, Seth Rollins really like sold the Cesaro swing because honestly, it's just a move, but he really saw the fact that him being Cesaro swing so many times was like every time he did it, it was embarrassing. So every time he did it, it was like the embarrassment just got worse and worse and worse. I think one of the things about the match as well, which obviously we didn't know, but there was a picture of it, weren't there, that Seth Rollins after the match threw up at ringside? Did you see that? That was mad. That must have been a combination of the spins, the heat, the weather, all of it. Yeah. Unless it was just like you said, it was just a... um, I I, I was going to say maybe... Well, he did it. He did it at um, the horror show, didn't he, as well? (laughs) I think that yeah, was... so maybe, maybe it's like Alexa where you can just do it on cue. You like Alexa can like make her own go. He's yeah. gonna puke. What was the um, I forget what the moves called now where he spun him on these the shoulders UFO. holding him on. That the was UFO. That was brilliant. Yeah. Why is it called the UFO? Because that isn't an unidentified flying object on top of his shoulders. We know it is. It's Seth Rollins. So why is it called God the UFO? Because it's out this Come course. on now, Bradley. <laughs> yeah, because it sounds good. <laughs> now, to be fair, you, you know what the tone of the match is going to be when straight away he flings at him in the corner with a flying corkscrew uppercut. Like, you just knew it was going to be a great match. And, like, we had that. We Jamie, I think, predicted and said he's going to reverse the curb stomp into an uppercut. Like, straight away he said it. And, 
yeah, it happened. Well, it probably course, wasn't as clean Seth, as he liked it. To that, be, that's but. the one thing about Seth Rollins. He always has his WrestleMania moments. Lose or lose or win, he'll always have him. Like I said, he had that Randy Orton moment where he got RKO'd in midair. Probably the greatest RKO. Probably one of the greatest moments in WrestleMania history. Then later that night, he cashed in and won it against Brock and Roman. So he's a man of many WrestleMania moments, isn't he? Like Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania for all his matches. Seth Rollins is Mr. WrestleMania for his moments. Like he's had yeah. so many great WrestleMania moments. And that, um, I don't know if any of you remember that um, spinning 360 frog splash as well. Yeah. That was oh, see, cool. He's just as solid as Cesaro, but th- this is the, the only issue I have with it is that. I mean, this—the fact that Seth lost doesn't make a difference because it doesn't hurt him. It doesn't hurt his credibility. He can take a loss, and it's not going to make a world of difference because I'm sure he'll, you know, very, very soon be, you know, facing Roman or whoever for for the title. So within the next couple of months, he'll be back fighting for the Universal Title anyway. My big problem with it is Cesaro winning because. I have no faith that they're going to do it. Why would you put Cesaro over at WrestleMania to then just, you know, not utilize him or use him going forward? They'll probably use him in some fashion on SmackDown this week and he'll beat whoever and he'll win. We'll have a match against Roman Reigns and get annihilated. Well, he'll probably, have a, he'll probably have a couple of upper mid-card matches and win, and then he'll just go back off into obscurity. And that's the issue I have with it. Um, you know, when, when, they, when they do this, they don't put the bloody jetpack or the rocket on the back of strap it to them and off they go they, they just go back into obscurity and I'm, it just worries me because you've had your moment Cesaro you won at Wrestlemania that's it for you now that's your thank you very much and congratulations now you're just going to dwindle back onto the to the mid card early prediction he's winning money in the bank oh, don't be so stupid <laughs> don't be so stupid I'll hold you to that though I will because um, I would really really like to see it so <laughs> let's see right predictions then Joe had Cesaro that helps Dan had Cesaro that helps Jamie had Cesaro that helps Bradley had Cesaro that helps Taryn had Seth Rollins why did I put Rollins <laughs> Why did I do that? Jamie's trying to talk. He's on, he, he's on oh, three. He he's had three matches and he's on zero points. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> but yeah, solid match. Very happy with it. Um, interesting one, the next one. The tag team, Raw Tag Team Championship match. We got to see it. We got to see the New Day lose. <laughs> and Tara probably picked Cal. the New Day. <laughs> There's no way the New Day are losing all their titles. We'll get onto that in a moment, don't you worry. Um, I don't really think there's much that can be said about this match to discuss. I mean, we know how good. good. Well, no, I was just going to say, apart from, you know, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods and AJ Styles, we know what comes with them. They're very solid workers, and we do. People just wanted to see this, to see Omos. What 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 did we think, Bradley? I'd love to know for you to start. What do you think about your friend and mine, Omos? He was brilliant. Brilliant. He was amazing. Why? What did he do? We didn't do anything. He just looked so happy. <laughs> He's like, I'm living my dream. <laughs> you know, it could be worse. It could be Dabakato. Like you know, but... Commander Aziz, please. Commander we'll Aziz. Oh, we'll get on to that. Believe you me. <laughs> no, no, that's to come. A bit disappointed he didn't do the front flip that I was wishing for, but to be fair, I, I you said shooting star. Oh yeah, same thing. <laughs> I'm um, a bit disappointed he didn't do any wrestling moves. He didn't yeah, do he anything. Did a choke slam. 
Oh, yeah, but he's, he's going to be absolutely awful, isn't he? He's going to he be did awful. a backbreaker as well. What was he wearing? Well, the backbreakers were fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, like, you literally looked at him like, they were killing him. Yeah. He was in a collarless blouse and a pair of trousers and some wrestling boots. I just love how I think when we started watching the match, I think it was you, Dan, went, oh, look, it's Deacon Batista. He should have had like a little box and gone and got collections and had some money out of everybody. That's what it looked like almost. Almost, almost. Are we happy with the result? Are we happy that we have new tag team champions? Are we happy that AJ does it? I don't care AJ about them. It's the Grand Slam. The Grand Slam. That's it. The Grand Slam. The first yeah. uh, superstar to win a Grand Slam in TNA and win a Grand Slam in WWE. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Is he the goat? No one knows. There's still time for Drake Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, right then. Let's. So, see it, so basically, we AJ Styles needs to leave, go to AEW, and do it there too. Well, I'm happy to say, I'm happy to say that Joe said the New Day were going to win. So he said the New Day. So he's gone. Um, he's gone. What else did we have? He's gone. That, that's he's gone. gone. The, the what did you gone. have, Taryn? I'm, I'm getting there. Dan had AJ and Omos, so that's good. Jamie had AJ and Omos. Bradley had AJ and Omos. Taryn had, a- <laughs> Taryn had AJ and Omos. Oh, you had Big E, didn't you? The other one that we'll get on to, uh, isn't it? Um, so that took us just over halfway through WrestleMania. And so far, apart from the uh, the tag team turmoil match, it was, you know, some fairly decent, solid matches. And thanks um, to the delay, we were getting very late on into the night. Oh, I was knackered. I was knackered. Not as knackered as Jamie was on night two before the main event. <laughs> I may be anyway. not, not as knackered as Dan and Joe, who hit the hay. You could actually see me falling asleep just before the cage match. You I literally lasted up until Reigns match. I mean, we all can't sleep till 12 o'clock, Brad, each day. <laughs> yeah. It was one. It doesn't have to go to work. <laughs> <One>. <laughs> um, yeah, Braun Strowman defeats Shane McMahon in the cage. This is for everyone that was ever called stupid. <laughs> Just I, um, a, a shout out to Sarah Schreiber during the backstage interview when she went to Shane McMahon and said, oh, so why do you keep calling him dumb? He goes, I'm not, I'm calling him <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you stupid idiot. I've not even done a research. <laughs> what are they paying these people for? Poor old Schreiber. I am, um, do you know what? For what this match was, I really enjoyed it. We we got the spot, of course, with Shane being thrown off the cage, which you know we we thought we were going to get anyway. And you know, it's great at fifty odd year old that he, he's doing that anyway. So props to him. Um, but we saw something that we hadn't seen before with the um, the the ripping of the the wire on the cage to pull Shane back in, and um, I thought that was really cleverly done. I don't know what you guys thought. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it reminded me yeah. of like one of those spam tins, you know, you like fold back the spam tin. It's like that <laughs> the cage. What? The spam tin? <laughs> yeah, so he's folded it back like uh, pod shaking it back in. Bit of corn beef. It was yeah. definitely um, better than the other cage match that we've had at WrestleMania, the um, King Kong Bundy versus Hogan. Hogan. Miles better than that match. They utilise the cage well in this one, like I say. And they, well, we were saying, weren't we? We were saying, what are those like bags for? That were on the top, were on the four corners at the top of the cage, and I said, "Oh, I wonder if they're just like covers for the harness wires that's pulling it down, so that it doesn't get affected by the rain." And it had the uh, had a toolbox in there, and had a toolbox it. in it. The best 
donk I think I've ever seen. But then why would you have a why would you have four corners with bags on all four corners just for one to be used? I thought there might be a weapon in each one and they only utilize one. No, they're, they're always there. to be a, an asylum match? <laughs> they're, they're always on there um, where they, they set up the cage. I think I was listening to um, another pod where they explain why they're the bags there. It's just so they can help set up the cage a lot quicker. There's like towels to up dry in the, the cage air and down. stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's just so they can get it down and get it back up as quickly as possible. It takes more time to take them off than leave them on. So, so that would explain on. the toolbox then. Yeah, I think it was the same one from NXT, Stand and Deliver. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> probably not even a real toolbox. Probably just a prop. They've been on Richard Osman's House of Games. They thought, oh, we'll just chuck it in. <laughs> we'll chuck one of them on. Um, yeah. Again, I really enjoyed the match for what it was, and I thought both made Braun look you know, like a monster, like we expected him to. I don't really know what he's going to go off and do now, what programme he's going to go into. I mean, obviously, you have this triple, triple threat match threat. that he lost. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What you do with him now, I... I don't know. Let, let's go for Braun versus Omos. Why was AJ Styles and Omos not on Raw this week if they've just won the tag team titles? Celebrating. They had to fill it with all the other crap that we had to crap. watch in those three hours. I tell you what, for a Raw after Mania, it was poor. Well, what do you expect back in the Thunderdome? I think the only good thing about it, I think somebody put in the chat earlier, was Charlotte Flair. Like, her promo was great. I've oh, seen amazing, so yeah, much Charlotte crap Flair. about her online saying, look at the state of her, she looks awful, blah, blah, blah. I thought she looked great and her promo was great. Yeah, people, are, yeah. people are idiots, I swear to God. As if, just... if it's bad enough just belittering the way that somebody looks, whether you're a man woman, or woman anyway, um, it's just horrible when people say that. Yeah, but, you know, she didn't know the problem. I thought she looked really bloody good. Um, and, and she her. sounded, yeah, and she sounded really good. Her promo was very, very good. And the Viking Raiders are back as well. Yes, they are. Raiders are back, all to ready to job out the tag team division yet Ready again to bring the back the greatest promos of the Street Profits. The Viking oh, get, Profits. Get those chicken wings. Get the ninjas <laughs> back legs. at Webster's Hour. Oh, my good God. I right, still think let... back to that night and me and Jamie just said, like, what is going on? This is the greatest thing we've ever watched. I said to you, it was the worst thing I'd ever watched. And I stand by that. I really do. Right, predictions. Joe had Braun. Dan had Shane. Dan, you had Shane. <laughs> Let's get, get into that one. Um, <laughs> Jamie had Braun. Brad had Shane. What's going on there? Brad on, Tara, who did you well. have? You had I Shane. had Braun. No, I had Braun. Because I said they're not going to let somebody yeah, no. bully win the match. And I, I was right. Because my, my prediction was I know what you said, Bradley. I've just seen it. Yeah, you said that Braun would be. You said Braun is going to be stupid and throw him through the cage or something. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just pick out one no. guy I had with that match? Go on. It was when he threw him off the top of the cage. And then proceeded to get down and power slam him. Just, <laughs> just go out of the cage. That's the whole point no, of the match. You can't, no, you want to punish him. Because, as I said, a cage match has to finish by pinfall. Oh, well, yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my gripe then, pinfall. It's a bloody cage. Climb out, I think. It's a and, cage! And Shane McMahon's bloody punches. Oh, my God. I just, I, the I best look forward to the business. Match. <laughs> Allegedly so. Have a sip of your drink when Shane McMahon rabbit punches. We were all smashed. <laughs> right. Our penultimate match of the evening. Guys, someone is going to have to explain to me why 
the internet wrestling world and all the entertainment websites and papers and whatnot were raving about this performance because whilst I thought it was decent <laughs> and he did very well, I just didn't get all the hype. I didn't think he was that. Go on, Brad. It's your but boy. It was, yes! um, it was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest defeating the team of The Miz and Morrison. Yeah, and go Tara on, picked The Miz and Morrison to win. He used to, no, I didn't. <laughs> anyway, go on, Brad. What a performance. What a performance. Second only to Pat McAfee. Mate, it was all about those bunnies at the start when the half of them didn't know how to hop properly. Oh, and half of it was that. Yeah, their ears but, were coming no, off. The worst part is that's, that's with Miz and Morrison. That's nothing to do with Bad Bunny. That was, they the were worst, with Miz and Morrison. The worst, worst lip sync I've ever heard in my life. That song, well. though, is I was singing that song the entire day the next day. And I, I must have been. Uh, like oh, go, go out and buy it. It must be on iTunes. I'll buy it. it. Brilliant, that was. I'll have it as a ringtone. Oh, Christ. Yeah, to be honest, I forgot about them. I'll break down the match. I mean, I've got to be fair, you know, Bad Bunny really, he's learned quite a lot in the two months we, he's been working with Adam Pierce and Drew Gulak. You know, he did Canadian Destroyers, he did Flips Off the Top Rope, DDT, Snapmares, Arm Drags, Hurricane that Hurricane where he opened his arms and he spun around like Rey Mysterio. Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, the Canadian Destroyer outside, and Morrison sold that really well. Um, but he, you know, he he sold um, the moves, you know, with the beatings that they were doing on him, and it was, you know, it was a case he actually started the match and did the majority of the match, and then Priest came in, did a little bit of the work. But all in all, you know, for a celebrity performance, it was probably the best celebrity performance we've seen at Mania. It's telling the story as well. Like he said, he was he was taking those injuries, trying to get that tag. He was selling it all like. So there's no we complaints. Did. It wasn't obviously the greatest match ever, but for somebody to come in and uh, do it, I would say arguably like Pat McAfee was good. Bad Bunny's on par, but like Stephen Amell's performance probably best for me was at SummerSlam. That's probably what I go. I, I put Bunny at the bottom of the list of the three of them. He was no Ricky Hatton on Monday Night Raw against Travel Guerrero, though, was he? <laughs> <laughs> he was no Wayne Rooney slapping Wade Barrett in the front he's row. No, he's no Shaquille O'Neal on AEW. No Snoop Dogg. <laughs> the Snoop of the Dog. That frog splash. Oh. We were, but no, we were, like I said, no. there's no complaints about Bad Bunny. It was a solid match. Well, there As is. A, there's every, many complaints. Every, but... Everybody was just waiting to see how bad it was going to be. And I think mainly... Because everybody was thinking it was going to be so bad, that's why everyone's highly praising it because they didn't expect him to be so good. Like I said, on a normal match, if that was somebody like, I don't know, Curtis Axel doing all of that shit, nobody would say anything because it's a celebrity Curtis company Axel, doing it. Where did that name come from? Just thinking of jobbers, aren't I? But, you know. Yeah, I mean, so uh, Bobby G loved it. It was uh, we were saying that when we um Taron and Jamie that when we were watching sign, it, um, <laughs> yeah. we were saying when that he was landing some stiff shots on the on the Miz mind, he was. clocking him. But again, he wasn't on Raw. Oh, so he's gone now. We, the no, Miz we and Morrison were. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Bad Bunny. Yeah, no, but yeah, I, the return of Maurice on oh, Raw. We had Maurice. Listen, I'd rather have Maurice any day over Bad Bunny. Mm. Nah, I Bad Bunny love... got written off telly the next day, didn't he? So you can get got given the microphone. Good rid of the street. Get rid of him. He's gone. I just, gone, I just absolutely love the fact that they started doing a promo for Bad Bunny. And all of a sudden, he got a briefcase, and Tam was uh, like, "Oh, for fuck's no! It's a Money in the Bank promo it's gonna for be Bad the Bunny. Money in the Bank." Honestly, I shit but myself. Was... I was like, "No, don't for God's sake!" Did you He's gonna the... win it all. If Owens can win it, Bad Bunny can win it. 
Did you see that Vince Russo made an idiot of himself um, this week about the the truck that he, that Bad Bunny drove in on? Um, so he saw that they had the truck in pre-production. He's oh, Becky Lynch is returning. She's going to come in on the truck. And uh, that's what the Becky Lynch rumors were all spamming around. And then all of yeah. a sudden, the truck was just for Bad Bunny. <laughs> so he was going, yeah, it's Becky Lynch, she's returning. No, literally, the truck is for somebody else. So that entire <laughs> rumor was just based around one truck. Good old Vince Russo. Never lets us down. <laughs> we um we all went for Bad Bunny and Damien Priest to win that one. You'll be happy to know. Don't lie, Taron. We did. Bunny. We did. Right. The main event of night one of WrestleMania. I'm, I'm pretty Smack- sure, I'm going to listen back, but I'm pretty sure Taron said that the Miz is going to get a small package on Bad Bunny. <laughs> <and> win. <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking? Um, <laughs> SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. And guys, we have a new SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, I'll let you all discuss freely about this in a moment. All I have to say is... is Apart from the match being very solid and, and, a, and a decent match and a decent women's match, my good God, that the width, width of their hair. Heard round the round the world. The yeah. smash of it, the crack of it, like Indiana Jones' whip on the floor, but mm. that to the skin and straight away the bruising and the abrasion on the side of the That must have absolutely knackered. That must have killed, honestly. Could you that, imagine being in an arena to hear that? Yeah, like oh my god, just... she's been shot. <laughs> but it, it did, didn't it? it? Just sat, it almost sounded like a gunshot. It was absolutely off it. That, like, I say that must have absolutely killed that ad. But um... how is that not a disqualification? <laughs> well, it's it's, it's using part. a body part. Yeah, it's not like a yeah. weapon or anything. It's part of your body. Fair. True, and to be fair, I don't think Ford they thought it was... <laughs> I don't think they thought it was going to be what it was. I'm what sure back? when they rehearsed it or when they planned it and said, oh yeah, and towards the end I'll grab all the air and you whip me with it, roll me into whatever. I don't think they thought it was going to be as bad as that. Um, They've set the bar now and every woman that fights is going to get killed with her hair. They have, yeah. <laughs> That's a new finishing move. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you what, they'll never do that spot again. I can tell you. I think we all, again, I think we all just turned to each other and went, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, in fact, that was a WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, a solid match start to finish. I mean, at the start, you can see how much it meant Bianca Belair. You can see her literally like about to cry. And I think Sasha Banks like slapping her, like get back in the moment, bitch, basically. Like, come on, <laughs> we're here to fight. But I think you could tell that it was like a real emotion with Bianca Belair's face. And then, then they went to the match. So it was a great storytelling by both, I think. I really like the ending as well, where you can see her dad literally leaping, almost falling over I the thought, barrier. I, did, I didn't realise that's who it was. I thought, he's coming over the barrier, and then that security <laughs> person led over to stop him. I thought, no, there's a fan trying to get over. He's going mental. But have you seen as well? Have you seen the videos of Sasha yeah. after the match doing the rounds? No. Now, I've seen the video of Montez Ford, because obviously he's dating yeah. Bianca Belair, so I I'm saw the videos of them backstage. Yeah. Don't know. They're together. Yeah. I think they're yeah. married. I Sasha's like... Married. Sasha's like on the floor holding her whip wound, but she yeah. literally cannot stop smiling. She like I know she's meant to be like this, but she look, generally looks so ecstatic and so happy for Bianca Belair. It's, it's actually quite good to see. Yeah, it's nice, good to see. It'd be interesting to. I I assume they're going to have a rematch at WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah. 
every match will be the same. Crazy. WrestleMania Backlash is going to be too big for one night. <laughs> They're going to have the steel cage again between Braun and Kane. And <laughs> Bad Bunny's coming just... back. Oh, for God's sake. For that singles match this time against The Miz. Just before his money in the bank. For the appearance. number one contendership for the oh, WWE title. He is. Bad Bunny's going to be <laughs> WWE champion. And he's going to get le- uh, lessons from David Arquette. <laughs> We um we all went for Bianca Belair as well on that one, I'm happy to say, so we all get the point on that one. Uh, that was night one. What did we think overall then of night one of WrestleMania? Good, apart from the tag team two more. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It was just nice to see um, a live crowd there because obviously the past year we've had the Thunderdome and it's not like real fans, we've just had like Pipe 2 fans. So like actually having live fans there with live reactions, you don't know how people are going to react like over the year of not being there in person, you know, a crowd can just turn a baby face into heel, you know, with a slap of the fingers. But I think the crowd played their part tonight. They just booed when they were supposed to boo, and they cheered when they were supposed to cheer. They were just happy to be there. I think. Well, they certainly booed when they were supposed to boo, because let's not forget we had our WrestleMania host. They liked Titus. They didn't like Hogan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. I mean, it's a nice transition into... Uh... Night two because when they came out in that fucking pirate outfit, oh my oh, you can't god, it was I just I absolutely pissed myself. I joke I jokingly said that they're gonna do some weird like pirate references and stuff like that, and they started saying scallywags and scallywags. walking the planks. I was. I'm I was disappointed with Hogan though. He didn't say Jack at any point. He didn't go welcome to WrestleMania, Jack. He didn't say it. I was waiting for it the whole time. I'm still surprised they never did a walk the plank match or climb up on the like the the ship behind the Titan Tron or anything. What did we think about the Titan Tron though, guys? I thought it was really, really good with the cool. structure of the ship that they it was wicked, yeah. But yeah, yeah. no um but literally like they didn't even do like Raymond James fire the cannons or anything like that. Obviously every time the Buccaneers score a touchdown in Raymond James Stadium, they fire the cannons. Well that's they didn't why do they anything didn't, like that's that. why they didn't fire the cannons because they hardly ever get the opportunity to do so uh, <laughs> What you mean <laughs> Super Bowl champions, the Tampa like, Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, but it was all just a fluke, wasn't it? Teams <laughs> dropped out, people got ill, there was buys. They just got a bye. There was buys. They got a week. A week, a week they played bye week. They played week one and got a bye to the Super Bowl. I suppose anyone can win the Super Bowl when your uh, quarterback deflates all the balls anyway. so <laughs> It's true, yeah. Anyone can when they've got a former WWE 24-7 champion playing for them. <laughs> um, right. Uh, somebody's going to have to take the lead on this one now because this was very disappointing. Randy Orton defeated The Fiend. Somebody please take me out of my misery and just, yeah, go on. I thought it was just really strange. Um, I honestly, I obviously, I predicted The Fiend to win. I think everybody predicted The Fiend, didn't they? Yeah, and then he came out and then all of his, like, boom, burn wounds have now healed. He he was, like, transformed. like, this is wicked. And then he, Alex came out with a massive jack-in-the-box and then he came out. That entrance was wicked, by the way. And then they started wrestling in like red, the like the lights. Oh, that red. bloody light again! Is that was back in Amsterdam. <laughs> How would you know, Bradley? <laughs> yeah, yeah um, that was super weird. I've yeah. seen films. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like the transformation from his burnt costume and mask to being back normal, I would have at least liked him to at least wrestle one match in it. As it Do was, you know but... how that w- why he healed though? 
Because it's wrestling. And... Because he had, because of his heel gloves. Oh, for... Well, then why didn't he do that three weeks ago when he came back? Ah, scary. Because we're really glad that you're our friends. <laughs> Firefight Funhouse is How do you find, if you how watch do you find a way to break into song with everything? <laughs> <laughs> I... Firefly Funhouse was on Raw, so was Alexis Funhouse. Really? Alexis Playground, thank you. Playground, but neither yeah, Alexis. Yeah, Lily. Yeah, yeah crap. But neither <laughs> Alexa or Bray Wyatt explained why the turn happened. Um, there was I no, don't think it was and it's true. because they don't know. They don't know um, themselves why they did it. Alexa did. Alexa did, yeah. She what just did she kind... say? Oh, yeah, she just said, I kind of want to go off on my own. Well, that's hardly an explanation. No, she said, um, um, when I was a lost little girl, the darkness saved me. And then when the darkness went away, and then they showed a clip of Radio and setting him on fire. I, uh, the little girl found out that she didn't need the darkness anymore. That's but I'll still what... be a dark character. Makes no sense. And the match was crap. Yeah, it's better than the first time they've had a WrestleMania well, match with the worms on the ceiling. But that's the worst thing. It was still really, really bad, but it was only just a little bit better than the bloody first match. That's not saying much, is it? But what about that image? That image of Alexa, though, was just beautiful with all that bullet going around, and she's all like, hello. That did look <laughs> cool. I will say that. That did look cool. Alexa Bliss could be covered in like literal shit, and Jamie would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Black. I'd lick it off. Alistair Black's coming back. When? But the whole thing, I think, with Alexa and Bray as well. Like, you know, Bray White. I mean, did you watch the Firefly Funhouse? Have you watched it? Yes. The Bray White one. Witches like... be wilding. <laughs> Witches be wilding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like they had the whole thing about Alexa, and she's all like, I mean, they got like Sister Abigail to say, I didn't even like that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did, didn't they? <laughs> Um, so I think there's definitely it's not the end of it I think maybe Alexa's just going to keep coming down and like ruin Bray's matches or it's going to come eventually where Bray Wyatt's going to put her in the lake of reincarnation or some shit like that <laughs> I know that's a Matt Hardy thing isn't it but you know <laughs> basically um, just bring her back to normal so she can be kind of twisted bliss again but I can't see it going forever but something's going to happen between them whether I'm hoping I am hoping and praying that there's going to be a big payoff to all of this. And I know the big payoff should have came at Mania, but... But, but what will the big payoff now. be? Because Randy Orton said on Raw that the storyline between him and Bray's done and gone and over and he's moving it, no, on. No, the, the storyline's between... The storyline's always been Bray and Alexa. Randy yeah, but you're Orton's not going to have lover. Bray versus Alexa, are you? You could do. They, they, could they, do. Bray, they did Alexa oh. versus Randy. Yeah, but it was hardly... You, no, you but know I, what I mean. like I said... It's going to be like Bray's going to like throw her in a lake or some shit and she's going to come mm. back to normal. Or he's going to uh, like it, mandible it, claw her with the heel glove. I mean, you talk about what Braun Strowman's going to do. Braun Strowman could be there to fight for Lexi's soul. You don't know, do you? So it could be something like that because it all started with Braun Strowman versus The Fiend and Alexa Bliss was that was the kind of first turn as this evil Alexa Bliss, even if it wasn't his imagination, that's kind of where it all started. So whether it's going to end with Braun Strowman versus The Fiend with Braun Strowman fighting to save Alexa's soul, I know I should be a WWE writer, but I'm not. But um, yeah, <laughs> but that that that's how I can see it possibly ending. Such and then good shit. The way it's I look at it is, <laughs> the way I look at it as well is Bray has full control over the Fiend character, makes all of the decisions with it. So and, let's just hope it's something good. 
And have you seen all the other rumours as well that it's not even Bray Wyatt? It's Bo Dallas. Yeah, I've seen I've seen people say that bollocks. It was it was Bray Wyatt. But it's people well, that, just that's looking for else that could happen. There. Like maybe that's Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt is still the burnt version. You don't know. Well, like they could have they, the fake K versus K moment, can't you? Like they need to Bo, do Bo Dallas. Them. Like Bo Dallas would be like the new fiend, and Bray Wyatt would be the burnt one or something. I don't. They probably can't do that. Bo Dallas would be the burnt one. That that would make more sense. And then, like I said, they all come face to face. It's kind of like when Kane versus fake Kane, isn't it? Or Diesel versus fake Diesel, whatever. Or Sin Cara versus fake Sin Cara. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Undertaker versus Undertaker, SummerSlam 94, I want to say. I can't remember. So, again, that, that's another route that he can go down if they want to bring Bo Dallas as like a, a secondary fiend, or if it doesn't even have to be the fiend, basically, they could. I don't think it would work, but they could bring one of the puppets to life and he could be the fucking Husky Harris character. You don't know, do you? <laughs> could we then have, if you're thinking of the idea that there's two fiends in that sense, we could have Bray Wyatt versus the fiend? That's what I said, yeah. I was always said, I wasn't, I don't yeah. listen to you. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> well, yowie, wowie. Um, yeah. <laughs> Witches be wilding. <laughs> right, yeah, moving on. Interesting. Um, we all had the fiend on you are writing saying that, I always <laughs> that we all had the fiend on so no points all round that match was on for just under six minutes the next match went on for 15 minutes and Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeated Natalia and Tamina uh, Tamina was over listen to the cheers she got more cheers than Hogan <laughs> yeah but Me, so uh, did that uh, end uh, into the Bray Wyatt match <laughs> yeah that's true ain't nobody meaner than Tamina you, I bet you loved this match Dan didn't you um, it was. It surprised me. It actually did quite well, you know. Um, with it was better than the turmoil. Like, with Tamina um, winning the match on night one, it, she's the first member of the Snooker family to actually win a match at WrestleMania, which is pretty cool. Um, but I ah, thought, but she's yeah, not, she's not been able to face the Undertaker, has she? Not yet, not yet. But give it a chance. Um, but I, I'm I'm happy with the result because then you watch on Raw and they're starting to put the women's tag titles against loads of different people. And Natalia and Tamina can't really go brand to brand to brand to brand to brand like. Uh, you know, Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax kind of do. They go, they're on everything, and they, um, you know, I was happy with the match. I'm happy with them keeping the belt. It would have been nice to see Natalia and Tamina get the win, but I was happy with the match. It was solid. How many Man. times has Natalia done that spot though in the tag match where she doesn't realise that the other person has been tagged and she puts the other person in the bloody sharpshooter? I think I've seen that spot at least four times in it matches now. Yeah, she's yeah. just a silly person. But um, I, I think I think my um, only uh, problem with it is nobody, nobody had a sign or chanted my hole. No, oh, yeah, Reginald. I wanted that. Where was the <laughs> now, my hole? My hole, my hole. <laughs> Reginald wasn't there because it's been announced today. He somebody tweeted and said, "Why weren't you there?" And he just said he was ill, so he couldn't attend. So that's why Reginald <laughs> wasn't there. Hopefully, was it wasn't the COVID. But um, yes, he, he he wasn't very well. But yeah, uh, they retained the titles. That certainly surprised all of us. I'm not that most girls. We all said whoever won the turmoil match would win the titles, and um, that didn't happen. So we've got I more said going well. Yeah. No, you didn't. I did. I went. It don't <laughs> matter who's going to win it because they're going to lose. Uh, go back and listen to the pod. Um, I will. So let's move swiftly on to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn 
with Logan Paul. I thought this was the best match of the entire WrestleMania, purely for the fact that Logan Paul got the stunner, and as far as I can see, he can piss off into oblivion. <laughs> he got booed as well, like majorly God. booed when he came to the ring. I think Brad's already bought his t-shirt and you, Brad, off your Oh, shop. no, 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 no. I hate Logan How's Paul. How's he got a t-shirt? He was in the ring for five if minutes. If it was Jake he's Paul. Got... <laughs> he's no. got two t-shirts. Yeah, I mean, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens can't really have a bad match, can't they? Because, you know, the history between the two of them, they didn't really need much of a story with this. It was just a conspiracy theory storyline, which was like, it's like two weeks old, but it it's just, it's going to be a standard good match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And it was just that. It was a banging match. Can't complain. Yeah. No, honestly, there was no point Logan Paul being there either, apart from the take that stand out. He, just, he was just sat there at the commentary table, just like reacting and just pulling faces, wasn't he? He wasn't really involved at all. I like Kevin Owens' reaction at the end of the um, at the end of the um, match as well, where he was going and he was trying to befriend uh, Kevin Owens. Um, and Kevin Owens was doing that look. You know, when you, you've been to a gig and you're trying to watch you know, um, stereophonics play, and then all of a sudden you've got like some guy who's had too many pints coming up to you and trying to <laughs> put his arm around you and chant at you and try and get you involved and show you, like, mate, I'm trying to watch the phonics here. Can you calm down? <laughs> yeah, he was looking at it, and he even raised his hand, he just stared at his hand, like, why did you just touch me for? And then he gave him that stunner and he did that foot, like front flip as he had that stunner at him. Yeah, he sold it quite well. I honestly thought he was injured because he had like Jamie Noble and three referees checking at him afterwards. Yeah, yeah, no, I. I have to say, I mean, I, I am happy that, that Owens won. Again, I don't think it really does anything to, you know, negatively against Sami Zayn because that's just the type of character he's playing. He just carries on with the conspiracy side of things and, you know, that's the direction that they're going with him at the minute. But like I said, I was just happy to see Logan Paul get stunned as far as I can see. He can piss right off. <laughs> I didn't even like the fact he was there to start with. I don't think he took it well. He went kind of more into an RKO. He just flopped to the ground. <laughs> it, looked, I thought, it reminded me more of like a snap there. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Prediction-wise, let's have a look. Um, Joe had Sami Zayn. Yeah. And had Kevin Owens. Jamie had Kevin Owens. Bradley had Kevin Owens. Taron had Sami Zayn. Oh, oh, oh dear God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, I keep thinking Dumbo's on the podcast. <laughs> the United States Championship match. Sheamus defeated Riddle. We have a new US champion. And I thought this was a pretty firm, solid match. Very it's good better, match. It's better than I thought it was going to be. I thought, because Sheamus has just been kind of dropping the past like couple of months on SmackDown. He's just kind of like, he's the believable heel that gets beaten. So I just thought, oh, this is going to be the same again. He's the believable heel. It's going to be close. And he gets... But I was surprised Riddle got beaten and that bloody broke quick off the, like, the back flip. Oh, my God, that was amazing. That was brutal. You it saw, like, his face, didn't it? Yeah. It was there yeah. in the ring just going... <laughs> yeah, that was wicked. Yeah. We forgot well, about the beginning, though, before it goes, with the Rob Van Dam rolling papers. Oh, oh God, yeah. yeah. The Bros. You've said it, Bradley. They're teasing it. They're teasing it. I oh, said it. Bros. Oh, stop lying. It was it was the bit that made me cr- chuckle though was when he's talking to the great Carly and he's got he's just looking at him like you're gonna say something. Like, the great Carly <laughs> was great. I love him. 
I love Carlos. And Ronjid Singh was there. He was. One of the best sideboards I've ever seen. <laughs> so, anybody disappointed that Riddle lost the title? Or does anybody care or not? Yeah. No, I'm happy. I was a little bit because you know me, I like him. So I'm not a fan of him, but I thought this was the best match I'd seen him in. I thought <laughs> they were both quite certainly Sheamus was very hard hitting in it. Obviously that bloody bro kick. Um the only thing I don't like, and this isn't the mania match, this is the booking side of things, is the next night on Raw, he's not selling anything. He's not selling the fact that he's got this busted mouth or busted lip. And he doesn't seem to care that he lost the US title. He's running or going around. Because he's high. Yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. There's little kiddies watching. They don't need to see any of that. Uh, no, I just... Yeah, it's just Bro. It's, it's just the fact that he just don't sell anything. It just anno- it annoys me. But... um. I, was, I am happy con- that James consolidated is with Air Buds. He was fine. <laughs> Christ Almighty! No, I, I'm, I'm I'm happy. Sheamus won it. Just gives him something to do. Riddle the doesn't is, need the title. I I think it was a reward to Sheamus for the for the work he's been putting in because I know they've been quite high on his on his work that he has been putting on with like Drew McIntyre and stuff. So yeah. I just think this was a big like thank you and a big reward, and I can probably see him dropping it in a couple of weeks. When... Well, you, you say that, Brad. I mean, he was on Raw Talk um, this week, and he was speaking to Kevin Patrick. And I tell you what, their Irish accents just got elevated <laughs> with the two of them chatting to each other. Uh, but he said um, he's a fighting champion. He'll defend it every week. Now he's got it. He just wants to fight. Uh, no right. one wants to step to him. He'll face him. So right, Finley. No, he's going to bring Finley back for it. My name I, is I Seamus, think... and I love to fight. <laughs> I think we'll I think we'll see the return of Keith Lee soon and see him take it off in. Do you guys Thank remember you. the um, promo that uh, Bobby Lashley cut against Finley um, back in like two thousand seven? He's like, "You say your name is Finley and you love to fight. Well, I say your name is Finley and you're a bath turd." <laughs> <laughs> what a promo! And now he's the world champion. Honestly, I, it happened in two thousand seven. I've not been able to get out of my head since. I just say it to Joe randomly. He'll be doing this. Like, hey, Joe, you say your name is Finley. You got to put the like the Bobby Lashley lisp on it as well, just to what give event, it was that on Raw? Or was that something like the Great American Bash? I want to say. Yeah, was they were having like that. Yeah, they were having like a match, and um, yeah, for some reason they thought, oh, we'll give Lashley a microphone, and you'll cut it against Finley. They're hey, Finley, you're a bath turd. Just search <laughs> Finley bath turd, and then yeah. you'll be able to see it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, man, Finley bath turd. I'll give that a watch afterwards. Prediction wise, Joe had a Riddle. Oh, bro. Dan had a riddle. Bro. Jamie had a riddle. Bro. Bradley had a riddle. Bro. And Taryn had riddle. So Bro. no points across the oh, board one minute. on that one. Here it is. It's 21 seconds. You say your name is Finley and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a Bastard. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Was that Mike Adam? Like? No, Mike, Michael Cole that way. Oh, well, it doesn't even make sense, that promo. It doesn't even make sense. I might get that as a ringtone. Nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> um, right. Let's... Yeah, I, I, thought the, I thought they'd split the US title and the Intercontinental title between the two nights, but they didn't. They had it all on night two and one after each other, interestingly enough. And again, a new champion, Apollo Crews, defeated Big E for the Intercontinental Championship in a 
fight, as I'm going to call it. I refuse to call it a Nigerian drum <laughs> fight because they didn't use any of the drums over there that were there. I was going to say exactly the same. Why is why didn't wasn't there like people around the side like playing drums or didn't? I think um, Biggie used the gong, but nobody actually used like any of the bongos or drums. It should have been the Japanese gong fight. Yeah, but or Commander, Commander Aziz got involved. Right, this is the main thing. So this is what we need to talk about. So, I I saw a few days before I, it was a, it was on a news article as part of something else. I can't remember what it was, and it it was just literally written. Oh, that was it. That the WWE have re-trademarked the, for the use of pay-per-view and video game names, No Mercy. Thought, well, that's interesting. Are they re-releasing No Mercy, the game? Are they bringing back No Mercy's pay-per-view? Is it just something for the network just to re-trademark the licenses so they don't lose them? But then it also said, and in other news, they've trademarked for the use of name, and then what? what's he called? Commander Aziz. Commander Aziz. Commander Aziz. And I thought, Right, okay, that's interesting. And then fucking Dabba Kato, Baba Tunde himself comes out. That was the shock. That was the shock of the night, that was. He finally found his way out of Raw Underground. They finally unlocked the door. <laughs> yeah. But I thought they were going to repackage Mansoor and give it to him, but no, it was Baba Tunde, Dabba Kato oh, himself. Tarun, what did you think of Apollo Crews' new Nigerian accent? So that was the first time I'd heard it when they showed that promo, and I just don't... Is that? I mean, I don't want to talk out of term here, but it, is that slightly racist? Is is that quite? I, I don't I don't know. I mean, well, I suppose... apparently that's like him. That's how he really talks. Like his American accent was him like trying to fit in. And if that's his real accent, then that's fair enough. I mean, you 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 could probably argue that the the gimmick itself is quite racial in in that sense, and the fact that they're kind of slapping his guy. I mean, you would hope and assume that he's happy to do it because he's doing it. He, he could refuse and use that. I mean, some might say he can't refuse in the position that he's in. He has to do it and that may, may come out years down the line. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a strange gimmick. I Intercontinental Championship, is that on Raw these days or on SmackDown? SmackDown. Smack it's on SmackDown. So let's see if Azim or whatever he's called pops up on that. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that. Just to say, Apollo Crews was born in Sacramento, California. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Leaving Sacramento, they got some fat ass women, and the Rock is just gonna say no. <laughs> I love that Rock promo. It's oh, probably one of the best pro. It's probably one of the best promos in wrestling. One of his best songs, anyway. Besides tugging on his weave, <laughs> <laughs> making out with Eve, tugging on his weave. Um, <laughs> Yeah, are we are anybody here surprised or not happy that Big E dropped the title? To be fair, I'm happy. It refreshes it, you know. And like I said last week, if you had Big E win again, he's just beat Apollo for the fourth time. Like, we're bored. But yeah. now we've given it to Apollo. You can actually have new challenges. You can have some faces go for the title. You know, have a bit of uh, Tucky or Otis going for the belt, maybe. Um, this has got WrestleMania Backlash rematch written all over it, though. Again, in just a normal standard in match. a pancake match. <laughs> it's well, got, why it's not? And they won't use any. Now. They won't use no. any pancakes. They didn't use any bloody drums. They'll just have loads of pancakes on brunch tables outside, and they'll get put through the table. That will be it. No, no, no I've just realised it. I've just realised it. What it's going to be. This is the match. 
it's technically going to be a tables match, but it's going to be the New Day, like Big E, pancake brunch table match. And it's the first person to be put through a pancake table. I, I mean, granted, Big E's not even in New Day properly, is he? So, I mean, they won't use that gimmick, but... He's but there you go. There's an idea for you. There's an idea for you, right? You can Kofi do it as a tag team it. match if you wanted to. You can do it in a new day as a the pancake brunch table match. The first person to put their team. For, Brad's loving this idea. Look at it. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> we forgot to mention that Biggie did give Kofi and Xavier the introduction for the tag match that they then went yeah, and I mean, lost anyway. Like like you said, they were, they were going live, weren't they, with, with an audience? Yeah. I mean, that's the best thing about New Day is Biggie's entrance. Oh, Tampa Bay! Predictions then. We had Joe with Apollo Cruz. We had Dan with Apollo Cruz. We had Jamie with Apollo Cruz. We had Bradley with Apollo Cruz. We had Taron with <laughs> Biggie because they won't no, let the New no Day way lose that it the all. New, that the New Day are losing all their belts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes. Don't you dare be so It's Taren. a good job. He's a host. <laughs> the Raw Women's Championship. Another, another champion. A new one. Rhea yeah, Ripley. Rhea yes. Ripley <laughs> defeated Asuka. Am I the only one that didn't think the match lived up to the hype as much as I thought it was going to? Mm. It was I'd, just alright. Yeah, there was, was a lot of nerves. Good. You could tell Rhea had a lot of nerves and she was quite anxious, and then the emotion was there. Yeah, it was it was a solid match, but it's not something I'd... If you ask me, oh, what's the best women's match of WrestleMania, I don't think I'm going to put it in the top ten if you ask me in five years, you know? I'm just happy she won. Yeah, mm. I'm happy she won. Well-deserved, you know, good honour. She's worked really hard. Um, she's put in a lot of effort, and, yeah, it freshens it up a little bit, even though we got to see the match again on Raw. And her entrance was... Wicked, I yeah. thought it was wicked. And the microphone not working right at the start. Like, when she was shouting, and the crowd were like, what? <laughs> it was, um, <laughs> did you notice she broke the curse as well of, um, people who usually have the live entrance usually lose? What, you mean, like, Biggie? Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that bloody, um, entrance as well? The female singer singing it, she... It's not the Brutality type of song for me, that, Ripley. Yeah, but it's not My the type of song that should be sung live, is it? That, that one, do you know what I mean? I thought it was um, a lot. I thought it was a lot better than Wally. It, it was that Big E. So big I, e's, I yeah. Oh yeah, Wally. That's it. Disney's own. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> why, why have they never had like Kane sung live? Could you imagine somebody coming out to sing Kane's theme? Somebody going, "I'm a cucumber. I'm a cucumber." <laughs> I hope you're on about um, this fire Burton's rather than someone yeah. coming out and going. Yeah, I was gonna say this fire Burton's just reminds me of CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean this. All on the road, slow. the world is gone right. Slow chemical, the yeah. Road. That's it. Slow chemical. <laughs> Bradley don't know. He wasn't alive and came yes, out. I was. I'm pretty sure it, um, isn't it called This Fire Burns? There is a line of This Fire Burns. Yeah, by Slow yeah. Chemical. I want but, to. But say. This Fire Burns is CM Punk song, isn't it? Yes. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, his original one. Oh no, the song's called Slow Chemical. Yeah, but it's got a line in there. This fire burns. Finger Eleven. Yeah. Finger yeah, Eleven. It, it's for Stranger Things, isn't it? 
Oh my good god! Um, <laughs> right, I'm moving on. Um, so we had oh, Jamie said Rhea would win. Bradley said Rhea would win. <laughs> um, Dan said Rhea would win. Joe said Rhea would win. And I think <laughs> that was it. Nobody else. Who did you pick, Taryn? I said Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's too soon. It's too soon. He said. Are they going to have? I'll take a shit in the back, in the middle of this room or something. Or was no, that it wasn't Bad that one. No, that was Bad Bunny lost. He'll take a yeah. shit in the middle of the room. And he didn't, so I don't need to. Um, <laughs> at WrestleMania Backlash, then do they have just another singles match, or does Charlotte get added to make it? Charlotte's three. It's a Charlotte's uh, remake. Daniel Bryan gets added for a triple threat match. Yes, he's going to do it all. Uh, WrestleMania backlash, he's going to be all triple threat matches. I mean, Daniel I mean, Bryan they all talk match. about like this whole kind of like gender thing at this moment in time. Obviously, it's, it's massive in society and culture at the moment. So why can't a man enter the match and win it? Reginald. <laughs> he's going to do it for the boys, he is. Um, right, guys, we're at main event already. Main event of night two. Um, who was it? I think... <laughs> who what? Who was in this match? I can't well, remember. I fell asleep. I haven't even watched it. Yeah, you still haven't <laughs> even watched, have you? You fell asleep at the beginning and still haven't gone back and watched. And you know what? You, you missed, missed a week, good match. This was the best match of night two. Easily Acknowledge me. Night two. And Roman Reigns defeated Edge and Daniel Bryan in a triple threat match to retain the Universal Championship match. Let's start it's with the only Joe. match that Taron got right. Yes. Go on, Joe, you kick us off. What did you think about this one? I thought it was wicked. I mean, you know, the dynamic between Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns was like, they're all like fighting each other. Like, it got like hardcore in the end. Like, Edge like trying to put Daniel Bryan through the table and stairs involved. Jey Uso kept getting involved as well. I think Jey Uso just needs like the MVP awards because you know he saved Roman Reigns so many times. It just it was a wicked match, but the, that ending where they like piled on top of each other. I just like you can't argue now that oh oh you pinned me, but you didn't pin him. You pinned them both at the same time. I mean, so that so just cements Reigns' head of the table, doesn't it? You know, let's be honest. I've got a, I've got a theory. Oh, right. Here we go. Strap yourselves in, everybody. Bad Bunny's getting entered into oh. the match. So it's going to come to SmackDown. Yeah. And Edge is going to go, technically, I pinned Brian. I'll be on top of it. Yeah, there so it'll go. just be another triple threat match at Backlash. They are going to do it again. It really is just going to be... Oh, sorry, at WrestleMania. Yeah, see, I, I don't think that. I think it's going to be um, Brian versus Edge I at agree. Backlash. And I think that'll free up range just to have a you know an actual one-on-one so against someone like a Cesaro. Will Reigns fight at all? He might just be ringside for the Edge Brian match. He's actually going to so. It'll be a it'll be a triple threat match with Ju. So, or if Bradley's the um, theory is correct and he says, "Oh well, I felt like I technically pinned him," could it just finally be Roman Reigns versus Edge in a singles match that we were supposed to get originally? So we can then see that at Backlash. Potentially, yeah, it's like a number one contendership, like you said. No, but, I'm just um, talking about Reigns versus Edge in general for the Universal title oh. in a singles, yeah. That power bomb, the speed Why don't bomb. I put a bit of uh, fantasy booking in there? We saw Roderick Strong handing his notice on NXT this week. Why don't we just chuck him in there as well? Well, why not? Well, he's definitely going to pop up on... He's, no, he's going to pop up on 205 Live against Mansoor. 
<laughs> I think he's going to Aurora Smackdown. He's been in NXT for about five years. He just handed in his notice to William Regal on NXT. Him being called up. He matches against, yeah, put him against Kevin Owens. Put him against Seth Rollins. You know, all of those matches we were watching on PWG and Ring of Honor six years ago. Get Let's get them seeing him again. Him versus Edge, I'd pay to see that. Him versus Brian, epic. Chuck him in the main event. He could be a full guy. Well, that'd be. Have him, have him as like what um, Kurt Angle was on SmackDown all those years ago. That because he's already got like the skill set of Kurt Angle. Just he's wrestled Kurt Angle. Do you remember when Kurt Angle did that um, open challenge when John Cena debuted? Um, and he said, like, "I got ruthless aggression." Two weeks beforehand, a young Roderick Strong faced Kurt Angle in the very same match. There we go. Yeah, there's your wrestler Drew. It could be in the oh, this week. We sorry, will... sorry, Joe. <laughs> um, Right, so prediction-wise, in the last match, we had Joe chose Reigns, Dan chose Reigns, Jamie chose Edge, because he ain't got a clue, Bradley I don't chose... know what happened. <laughs> Bradley chose Edge, and Taron chose Reigns. So, we've got a bit of a mixed bag on this one this week. Are you sorry, including Battle Royal as well, from SmackDown? No, that wasn't on no, WrestleMania. No, we said unofficial. Unofficial Because Taron could technically have a point if you included that. Well, no, they, we, we did agree beforehand, unfortunately, that that wouldn't be included. I mean, if if you're asking me, I feel like it should have been included. However, we, we, we've got to stick fair on this one. So, so I'm just calculating it all through now. So this one here with all the um, points that we've got, if I add it together, this puts overall... Joseph now. Wait, wait, to... who won? Who won WrestleMania? Who, who won, won all the predictions? Hang who on. had the most points? Look at you with your hand up. It's... I reckon it's a tie between you and I. It was a tie between Dan and Jamie, yeah. It, it was That's how we do. With with nine. With nine. I need all the points I can get. I, uh, out of how many? About 14 matches, wasn't there? Seven yeah. on each night, I want to say. Mm. Cool. So it puts um, Joe overall on the predictions on 18 points. It puts Dan not far behind on 16 points. It puts Jamie... Oh, here we go. I'm not fucking behind you. No, it puts Jamie on 22 points. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Bradley, how many did you get? One, two, three, four. I thought you were doing it in order. I was like, there's no way you're ahead of me. (laughs) Was Bradley on 24 points? (laughs) He still is miscashing money, isn't he? Out of 14 matches, matches, I only got five correct. (laughs) What's going on there? So it puts me on. 16. So me and Dan are tied on 16. Joe's on 18. Jamie's on 22. And Bradley's on 24. Ready to go into WrestleMania Backlash. In the words of Booker T, Brad, I'm coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) So that was WrestleMania. What was better then, guys? Night one or night two? Night one. One. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement with that. The slip was better than most of night two. It was World Slide all over again, it was. Replace the tag team turmoil match with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and you probably have the perfect night there. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a better idea. I mean, they should should have just... You could have even had the Battle Royal on 
the Andre the Giant Memorial. Well, it's not even called the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. They just called it the Andre the Giant the Battle Memorial. Royal. The Memorial. The Memorial Battle Royal. They just called it the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. They <laughs> that, they just that. The Andre Giant Memorial. The Memorial. In <laughs> fact, they could have had the Battle Royal on one night and the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way on the other night rather than that. And that's not knocking the women. It was just a bad match. And, yeah. And yeah. Like you said, or if they had separated the IC and the US title onto separate nights. But... Yeah. Yeah. Just as a, um, you know, just as a bit of a mess about. But yeah, overall, what, we, what, what we're giving it out of 10... I'm going as an overall pay per view. I'm going seven. I would agree with a seven. Anybody? Lane, Lane Goodman seven. Seven. <laughs> oh, yeah, I probably give night two a five, and I probably give night one an eight or a nine. So uh, seven, I think, is a is a good overall. Just quickly, overall. while we're rating things as well, oh, did any no genuine, Did anyone watch Stand and Deliver both nights? No, Bradley. No, no. What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, go on. Well, I thought you were going to say something. Yes. Oh, exactly. He's giving them, he's giving them both a that 10 a, out of 10. Oh, Overall, Pete, you, I'm giving it a 9 because I really enjoyed it. A 9? It. it was brilliant. I watched night one. It was all right. It, yeah, it, it was all right. I didn't watch night two. Dynamite well, tonight's going to be match. better than all of them combined. Have you like not seen Dynamite tonight? On again. It's Tyson as the enforcer for Jericho versus Dax Harwood. There's also a Force Count Anywhere match between Darby Allen and Matt Hardy for the TNT title. Look at he's not happy. Look at him. It says the guy watching Impact right now. <laughs> Matt Hardy's going to win the belt, I think. Do you really? Hardy's Hardy's going to die again. Uh, well, we will see. Right, but he's buying everything, and he? he's becoming like the million dollar man. He's getting everybody's paychecks and big, stuff. So big, big money, Matt Hardy. And it looks like Sting's going with Lance Archer or whatever his name is now. So yeah, is why he? not? Well, yeah, he, he, he was teasing it last week. He's basically saying, "Why is Jake not teaching you how to be a main event guy?" And he's like, "I agree with you." And so it's teasing like Sting's going to start looking after him, and Jake's just going to go away because he doesn't really do anything anymore. Anyway. Snake Roberts. He's a snake. snake. Right then, um, news. There's no real news this week because of WrestleMania. There's one there piece is... and a pulled up. Go on then, what's your news? The, uh, we've got a new commentator on Raw, Adnan. How do you know that wasn't the news I was going to say? Well, if it is, I'm psychic, it, I guess. It wasn't, so there's another piece of news. Do you want to lead us into that one, Dan? Yeah, um, I, you've got to give him a bit of a benefit of the doubt, and he's going to make mistakes. It's his first time on Monday Night Raw, but he was calling the Viking Raiders the Viking Express. And he was just like miscalling like moves and it's Mike Adamley all over he again. He was talking like Alexa. If you listen on the Alexa Bliss segment, she's doing a thing, and then he, he you can hear in the background going, "Oh, that was unexpected." He's like, "Dude, just shut up. Just listen to the promo." Um, he, he was just trying to be play by play, and you just had Corey Graves kind of going, "Yeah, they just did this move." Um, I think give him a chance, give him a couple weeks. Um, but his voice is very his voice distinct. annoyed me. I th- I'm trying to get used to when I first listened to what what's his face, Mara Ronello. He annoyed yeah. me for like a month, and then I loved him. Um, this guy could Mama. be good, but is he yeah. the guy who always says "Coup de gras"? Like that, yeah. Mamma yeah. he just put him on a chair. Yeah, I have to say, he'll take some getting used to, but I thought for a first night, I mean, let's be honest, it was his first night, and it was on Raw, the flagship weekly show. I thought the he was okay. as well. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great, was it? But, um, I, I have read reports that he is going to be the lead commentator eventually once they've bedded him in, so yeah, he, better, he better start to learn gone. quickly. He's gone to 205 Live, Tom Phillips. See, I thought they got rid of him completely because yeah, he was completely scrapped off media. 
Yeah, no, he's been moved to 205 Live so he can call up Mansour's undefeated streak. <laughs> is he still undefeated, Mansour? He is, yep. And that's going to be about two years undefeated now. <laughs> he's going to have the longest undefeated streak ever. He's going to have to face Goldberg. Definitely going to have to face Goldberg. I just... What was your news, Tarim, before I go on to my news? It wasn't specifically wrestling-related. Oh, well, well, we haven't even talked about, I mean, I could go on for ages, but the greatest moment of WrestleMania weekend, that forbidden door was open. It was the Stone Cold Skull you know Sessions with says, Y2J Christopher Jericho. He says, what was your news? And then I say that, and then he doesn't know that the next thing on the schedule is to discuss the Broken Skull Session. I mean, thank <laughs> God say. He's just excited. Let me give you this news very quickly because it's almost pointless, but it's been announced today. We saw the promos on WrestleMania for WWE 2K22 since they missed out last year to redevelop and start afresh after how well, bad 2K20 was. was. Yeah. Um, they ha- have announced today that 2K22 will not be released on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. There will only be a PlayStation 4 and Xbox Series 1 version that can, of course, be played on the new consoles, but it won't be a next-gen version. That's ridiculous. They will make a next-gen version from 2K23 onwards. That is ridiculous. Just quickly as well, um, I think we noticed on WrestleMania, like, WWE have released, like, some kind of, like, Bitcoin thing. Uh, What is that? I don't even know what it is. I don't even that, know what that, that was. TNS thing. Yeah, TNS. That, I'm not sure yeah. what it is either. I, I what's, this un, what's this Undertaker thing as well? Is anyone un, understand that's what that? That's what, that's what it is. Oh, thank God. I thought it was NSTs or something. NSG! What? NST. It's like Amsterdam LSD. What is happening, Brad? It's called non fungible tokens. They're called non-fungible. NFT. NFT non-fungible. Does tokens. anybody understand it or know what it is? Because I no, don't no. have a clue. Right. No. Nobody undertaker. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll have to have a bit of research into that and discuss it next week. Right, Jamie. It now is you a can crypto talk... coin, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I've just had a quick look into it. But, yeah. I don't know how it works with them specifically, though. But right, go on. You can talk about your precious broken school session. I have only watched the first hour of two, so I can't comment on what happens. You make me sick. In, in everything, it. but from what what I've watched so far has been very good and very interesting. It was the best moment of the weekend. I mean, I mean, if you yeah. want me to go further into it, I mean, like I said, the, the whole thing that you were worried about is, are they actually going to, like, slide past certain stuff and not speak about it? Literally, first five, ten minutes, he mentioned AEW ten times. Uh, I think the only thing is they didn't re- really mention a lot of AEW superstars besides the owners like Cody, Young Bucks and everyone else. He didn't really mention what he's doing in AEW at the moment, like with MJF or anything like that. He just basically talked about Young Bucks, Cody, and um, and Kenny Omega. He talks about, obviously, leaving WWE, why he left, properly went into some details regarding that and the whole Kevin Owens and WrestleMania thing uh, because he was severely unhappy um, with what happened. Because considering like the Festival of Friendship is still one of the greatest segments in Raw history, and like they were talking about the list of Jericho's redevelopment from when he'd left and got burnt out after 
like early on to come back and have his short hair suit version and then literally the way he um he took like acting lessons and stuff like that and um improv comedy and he that's how he developed his characters even further um to actually believe in his character and then basically when he took on a new character he killed the old character so like so when he came back he got rid of his tights so he'd wear trunks so it's a completely different look he never said any of his old catchphrases he told commenter commentators to never call him y2j again and stuff like that so y2j was dead uh, so obviously he could be this new Chris Jericho. Uh, it was just a great listen because, like I said, he is so knowledgeable. Obviously, he's been in the business for 30 years, which his new book comes out soon. Um, but, yeah, in re Recipitation as well, uh, Stone Cold was on talk as Jericho, which I need to listen to as well this week. We, I, we listened to the first hour before, uh, you know, this afternoon. Is that uh, a new episode? Yeah, just being released today. And yeah, Jericho Stone basically, he says he can't remember like going to bed after the Broken Skulls because they drank that much. <laughs> they said that they had hangovers. But yeah, the he had a Grey Goose vodka though, didn't he, Chris Jericho? Yeah, <laughs> like, he did. Grey Goose. And if you get watching it, like it was going down and down and down. He, he pretty mm -hmm. much went through the entire bottle, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I do need to get around to watching now or two. But as I said, for the, the the first half that they have watched, has been very good. If you've read Chris Jericho's, because we've got all of his books so far, his first three books. If you've read his first book, Lionheart, the first maybe 45 minutes of the podcast is pretty much like reading his book. Um, John and I were like, yeah, we know all these stories. We've read this. But he's then he bringing broke out into a new book, isn't he, with this, a list of yeah, every single match that he's ever Jericho. done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I think I might buy that. I think he's to be fair, I've, I've had a page on each one. I've had a quick look at it. It's thirty four ninety nine, but then you have How to pay. Much? But then you have to pay twenty dollars shipping as well. Just oh, a bit on water to the UK. Right? To yeah. the UK, yeah. it's not. It's not available in any UK retailers yet. Oh, I've had a yet. quick look. Must Wait be. for Christmas. Yeah. That's what I mean. But like I said, I had a look because obviously he put it on Facebook. So I clicked on the link, found it. It was thirty four ninety nine dollars, and then like I said, to ship to the UK, it was a twenty dollars on top. So I mean, fifty quid. Book. I love you. I mean, yeah, round about it's about forty pounds sterling to obviously get it. That's kind of like, do I care that much? I'll probably wait a little bit longer and get it because, like I said, it's not really a book and autobiography. It's just basically uh, what he's done is he's taken every match that he's had, the location. He's even got a star rating for most of the matches as well, which were released afterwards. And I yeah. think he's he said he mentioned maybe his thoughts on the match as well that might be in some of there as well. Um, so I don't know, but like I said, 30, 30 years um, of, of, of a wrestler's career just in one book. Uh, and arguably, like, he is one of the greatest of all time, isn't he? Well, yeah. it reckons here that it'll be available for pre-order in the UK at the beginning of May. Hmm. So, yeah, a couple of weeks. Have so, you guys all ever seen Chris Jericho live as well? Yeah, I've seen. I will have seen him in a house show at least a couple of times. Unfortunately, not memorable enough because it was only just a house show. Because I can remember, and um, we were at. Um, you remember when he faced uh, Undertaker on SmackDown in Sheffield? Yep. Joe and I were actually yep. at that event, so it'd be great to get the book and read back. That was the first time he's ever faced the Undertaker and see the comments because we had really good seats. Like that show, I can point out where I am in the crowd. You can actually see me during the Rey Mysterio and Batista contract sign, and you can spot me and Joe in the corner. Um, like if oh, you. Shit. Yeah, I'll circle it and send it. It's, it's circle it and send it. We want to um, see it. Yeah, like, like having the book, you'll be able to see what he rated the star rating with The Undertaker and, and all of that. And you can actually go, oh, how many times have you seen him? And you can say, how many times have you been to Cardiff? Because I've been to about six or seven of the Cardiff shows, so probably like refresh ourselves. I, yeah, I'm looking forward seen. to getting the book just to go through and see who, who we face and when, because if it's something that we know would have been televised, the chances are 
well, if obviously it was WCW or WWE, it will be on the network. Um, so, yeah, anything that I've forgotten the match happened or I've never seen, just use it more of a guide to be able to go back and think, oh, yeah, I'd actually like to see that match. That'll be on the network. So, yeah, but that was the podcast, and um, I'm sure we'd recommend it to everybody listening who hasn't watched it yet. Yep. Definitely. Right. Smashing. Let's quiz it. It's the end of the show. Let's quiz it. Who's hosting the quiz this week? Me. It is Joe. What have you got for us this week, Joe? It's a post-WrestleMania quiz, so it's all WrestleMania-related questions. It's a WrestleMania oh, backlash quiz. Yeah. <laughs> ten questions, yep. Yeah, ten questions. Lovely. Let's go for it. Okay, so um, on night, um, so there's two people who sang America the Beautiful. Night one was BB Raxa. But can you tell me who sank America with Beautiful on night two? <laughs> we should have discussed this earlier. <laughs> that was a strange performance, that wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know her name. I'm just going to write down Hat Woman. <laughs> okay. Question country two. Woman. Yeah. That's literally why I put Country Singer Woman. <laughs> Question number two <laughs> David Priest and Bad Bunny are from which country? Okay. I better get that right. right. I think I explained this to you during oh, the show as well. You go. Bradley's still going to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you, you said Question last week ab- that's the reason why the tag team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Question number three. How old is Alexa Bliss? Whoa. How old is she? Oh, God. Jamie yeah. should know this. <laughs> Go for that. Of course I know. Question number four. How many men did Kane eliminate in the 2001 Royal Rumble? And it was a record. Hey, well, I thought this was a WrestleMania quiz, what? Yeah, because Rest- Kane got inducted to the WrestleMania Hall of Fame. Oh, so. well, of course. It was right. a How record. many did he eliminate uh, in 2001? Um, record right, at the time, that. Joe. Record, at, record the at the time, yeah. Sorry. Right. Okay. Cool. Question number five. Where is Great Kali built from? Oh, well, it's got to be. Surely he's got to be Kane. <laughs> okay. Lovely. Question number six. Where was Chris Jericho born? <laughs> I always I know anyway, but it just reminds me of when he shouted at that fan. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Toronto. <laughs> right, lovely. Let's go for number seven. Question number seven. How many times has Randy Orton won a tag team title? Do we get a point for naming who he had it with? Yeah, if you know. Yeah, go for it. Jesus. How many times has he won a tag team Oh, God. Yeah. I was still quite surprised by this one. Okay, yeah, we'll go for that and we'll go for... I'm not sure about one of them, but I think I've got the others. Question number eight. What is Braun Strowman's real name? Yeah. Oh. Full name or can we, will you just accept first name? Well, it's not Braun, is it? Stone. No, what's it like? Obviously, his his ring name's Bob Strummer. That's not his real name. What's his real name? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, are you will it? Will you accept just first name or do we need both? You can't just put his first name. <laughs> um, I want full name, Brad, if I can. Yeah, Bradley. 
So we know if Bradley puts his full name, he's Googled it, because why else would he have asked if he needs his full name? Because I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, his Instagram's his full name. (laughs) All right. Right, number nine. Question number nine. The Thunderdome has just moved. Where is it now? Yeah. (laughs) Come on, Bradley, you know that one. I don't, I don't think. I Um, do. Question number ten. Biggie holds a record in John Cena's gym for the biggest bench press of all time. But what was the weight? He's also on his documentary as well. I, I literally remember. watched this the other day. Um, sorry, Joe, just to go back, did you want the name of the place where the Thunderdome is or the, like, is in the city. name of the, you want the name of the arena or do you want or the, the city? city? Um. I'll go for the name of the arena and the city. I'll give you a point for either. Right, okay. Because the name of the... I won't give it away, but the name of the arena is quite like a mouthful. I, I know it, I think. I think. Because but... it was in Tropicana Field, but now oh, well, I, bet, I, better cross, I better cross out Tropicana Fields then. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> because it's not there anymore, Bradley. It's just moved, Brad, so it's, it's somewhere else now. But if you don't know the name of it, I'll give you a point for the city. Smash him. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's smash through these answers then. What's number ten? Um, oh, fuck. How how much did Biggie bench press? What's um, the record for his bench press in John Cena's gym? Uh, yeah, let's just go for a random number. Cool. Okay. Um, question number one: Who sang "America the Beautiful" on night two? Batwoman. No, no idea. Batwoman. I put Nina. <laughs> Nina. I mean. From question two onwards, we need to start with Bradley, as always. That's tradition. But yeah, I got, I got no idea on this. No idea. Her name was Ashland Craft. Ashland Crap. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure I was getting a drink when she started singing and came back. I was like, Who we the were fuck probably is asleep. Probably asleep. <laughs> All right. Question number two Where are Damien Priest and Bad Bunny from? What the Puerto Brad? Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. Puerto Rico. Question number three. How old is Alexa Bliss? I'm going with the age of 28. I went 28. Oh, I went 31. She's the same age as me. She's 29. Yeah, she's oh, 29, Bradstreet. Um, Jamie's 29. She was born in August. I was born in April 91. That's weird that you know that. Okay. Um... Uh, Kirsten Dunst has got the same birthday as me, but she was born in 82. <laughs> uh, question four. How many men did Kane eliminate a record at the time in 2001 Royal Rumble? I've put 11. 11. I've 11. 11. Yeah, you're right. It's 11. I think Reigns got 12 then, didn't he? Yeah. 13, maybe. 13, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, Brock and Reigns have both got 13, I'm sure. Because did Brock do class, it by himself? Don't they class Braun Strowman's now as the record from the greatest Royal Rumble? No. Yeah. No, don't be stupid. No. Don't be stupid, Bradley. He's so stupid. Question number, f- <laughs> question number five. Where is Great Kali build from? Punjab, Punjab, India. Punjab, India. No, no it's from Mumbai, isn't he? Yeah, no, it's Mumbai. Pun- Punjab, India. Hey, it's Mumbai. No, it's Punjabi pun- Playboy. It's pun- Punjab, India. Punjabi Playboy, yeah. Right, Punjab, I'm killing this. Carry on. <laughs> um, question it's like being at my 007 quiz all over again. Question Absolutely. number six. Um, on, again, then. I feel this has caught a few people out, like, yeah, from, uh, from what you say, where was no. Chris Jericho born? Come on, Brad. I put 
Quebec, Canada. He's from Canada. Winnipeg, you no, idiot. No, he was born York. in New York. Yeah, he, he was born. born. If you watched watch the whole podcast, you would have known that he was born well, in New gone. York when he used to watch his father play for the Rangers. Yeah, he was you stupid, born. Darren. Can I have a point for the Great Carly question? Because I've just gone on the Great Carly's Wikipedia page and it says, build from Mumbai, India. Oh, yes! Sake. Yeah, go on then. Yes! yes! It says build from Mumbai. Bradley, you get no point. Joe, can I have a point one. for number one? Because she, she was wearing a hat. <laughs> yeah, and can I have a point? She's a country singer. Can I have a roll because her name wasn't Nina? <laughs> no. So Chris Joker was from was born in Manhasset, New York. Fair enough. Was. Long yeah, well, Taryn, you didn't think of that, did you? Winnipeg, you idiot. All right. <laughs> How I was many... Canadian. Question number seven. How many times has Randy Orton won a tag team title? Come on, to Bradley. be fair. I'll put six. I put, hey? I put I... four. Oh, I put three. I also put three, but I can only think of two, so I just threw in a random name. I put Cena, Edge, and Flair. Oh, I got Batista Batista instead of Flair. What about Bray Wyatt? No. Did he win the title with Bray Wyatt? I can't remember. Yeah, he had a tag tag title. Smackdown tag title. Maybe it's four, then. Go on, then, Joe. Put us out of our misery. He's only won it once with Edge. Hey, no. no. I'm sure he's won it with Bray Wyatt. When he was in the Wyatt family. Well, when I looked it up on Wikipedia, oh, he said what, it was. Oh, Wikipedia. That says that the great Carly yeah, came from Mumbai. I can only remember Edge, but then I thought he won it with Evolution. But it would have been Batista and Flair, wouldn't it? And, Flair, and Orton was the Intercontinental Champ. Yeah, Wikipedia said just once with Edge. I looked it up, it said tag team titles only once. Has anyone else got clarification on it? Because I'm sure he had it with Bray Wyatt. I'm having a look now, and it says... Oh! No, I'm going on pro wrestling fandom. I am not Wikipedia. Championships and accomplishments, WWE. He has been... World tag team champion. Oh, right, here we go. World tag team champion. One with Edge, SmackDown Tag Team Champion. One with Bray Wyatt. <laughs> All right, okay, I'll give you a point for Bray Wyatt. Oh. <laughs> I get, I get a point for Edge though, right? Yeah, I had yeah, Edge so and Wyatt. I, I was, yeah. That's what I was confused with. Oh, as well. Shut up, well, he's lying. It's Bradley. Oh, no, he, was, he was in a triple with Luke Harper as well. He was in a triple. <laughs> three of them. What about Eric Rowan? You weren't there at this point. Uh, right, number eight. A spider. Uh, what is Bob Shubman's real name? Not a clue. It's Come on, Bradley. Adam. Adam Shearer. Adam Shearer. Like yeah, Adam Shearer. Yeah. No idea. Question number nine. Where is the Thunderdome now located? I just put Florida because I don't know. Cent- it's the Euling Center in, in Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Do I yeah, get a point for Florida then? No, no, no you can't just say Florida. That's a no. state. No, it's I the city of Tampa. It's Tampa Chaboy. and it's the Euling Center. Yeah, Euling Center in Tampa. Yeah, that's yes, right. is that two points? Yeah, go on then. Yes. So I ain't winning anyway. Right. So I might win for the first time ever. I won't then. It put three answers. Okay, question 10. Biggie holds the record at John Cena's gym for, for lifting what weight? I put 560. I put 225. 550, I, I put... I put four three five. It's five seven five. Oh, oh so close! I should get the point for being closest. No, you Bradley, right, Brad. Bradley, you are banned <laughs> from the podcast. Right, let's have a look. 
One, two, three, four, five. I, I got six. Six out of ten. I got eight. I got six as well. Eight. Some of them were worth two. Women. I got nine. Nine. Only one that. wrong. What? <laughs> I'll no, go because it got, it got, it so, got the point through Wyatt, and he also yeah. put an so edge. When I had hat women wrong, but I got a point for Puerto Rico, so that's one. I didn't get Alexa's um, age, but I got 11, so that's two. Uh, Punjab, India, so that's three. No, that no, was wrong. from Mumbai. Mumbai. No, he's Punjab, India. So oh. He's a Punjabi playboy, it's a point. <laughs> so that's one, two, three. Then... New York, so that's four. And then I got two points because I put down Cena. Uh, sorry, I put down Edge and I put down Bray Wyatt, but I didn't get the number right. So that's two on top of that. I got Adam Shear. I've got Euling um, Tampa. And I got the um, weightlifting one wrong. So that puts me on nine. Liar. Yeah, right. <laughs> fair play. I'll fair allow play. it. Right, well, that's a point for Dan on the quiz, which puts him... On five it's, it's like it's like Champions League, this isn't it? I mean, they're running away, like City are running away with the league, so it's just the fight for fourth. I mean, <laughs> everyone else. To be fair, even <laughs> even if we even if we took the the Mumbai point off it, he would have still won. <laughs> so this yeah, with me still... though, I would have got no. the point. No. I was <laughs> right, Dan's on five overall. Bradley's on two. Jamie's on two. Taryn's on two. Joe just sits on one, but he won't be hosting next week, so he's got the chance to do it. Who is doing the quiz next week? I don't know where we're up to. Taryn, it's you. Yes, you is it? We had this conversation today. No, no. Right, yeah, go on. Then I'll get the quiz Dan, Joe, Taryn, me, Brad. If he remembers. If, if remember. he remembers. Yes, if Brad remembers. <laughs> right then, Bradley. Hello. Where can we meet each other on the socials? You know what? I don't think I need to tell people anymore, but I'm going to do it anyway. Go for we it. are at Grapplecast Show. You'll find us on all of your favourite social medias. You know, the main ones. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, MySpace, Bebo, BBS, Habo Hotel. Habo Hotel. Let's all get on Habo Hotel. What is Habo Hotel? What is Habo Hotel? We'll send you a link. We'll send you a link. He's on Club Penguin. He's on Club Penguin. No one ever played that. I played it. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. That does. And on that note, we'll say. Thanks very much to everyone for listening. We hope you all enjoyed WrestleMania. And we will see you all next week as we get on the road to WrestleMania Backlash. WrestleMania see you all Backlash, later. baby! Woo! <laughs> Bye, guys. Hold one! Arm drag! Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin! I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty! Number four, armbar! I am served!